You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This, this is It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata. We are back on It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati. If you missed that last part of the second segment, Mike noticed that there were some Bengals uh, memorabilia on the wall. And before we got into the segment, he... memorabilia. I mean, Steelers. Uh, oh, memorabilia my... is fine. He loves the Bengals, but uh, the Steelers <laughs> stuff, he went to move it. That's for all the Bengals fans listening. He is a true, dedicated, breakdown football fan watcher of the Cincinnati Bengals, and it is gone. We're moving on to the coaching carousel. It's been a good weekend for the offensive side of the ball, Ryan Callahan. And I need to take this back a little bit because I, I feel bad when I am happy that a coordinator didn't get a head coaching position because we've said it before on here. I want these guys to get that opportunity to be a head coach. They deserve it. Um, having the same coordinators in back-to-back years during Joe Burrow's time here is absolutely huge on the offensive side of the ball. Ryan Callahan isn't getting the Indianapolis Colts job. He's going to be back as the offensive coordinator. Dan Pitcher interviewed with Tampa Bay for their offensive coordinator position. He's going to be back as the quarterback coach for now. Troy Walters did interview for the offensive coordinator position in Houston. Everything's not officially official, but it looks like Troy Walters is going to be back for the wide receiver room. And I think that's absolutely huge for this offense. Yes, when you have talent like Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd in the wide receiver room, Joe Burrow, uh, that's always really nice for your offense. But coaching matters too and I think in the future of the offensive coordinator position in Cincinnati that Dan Pitcher could be the future guy if Brian Callahan gets a job next year and to have him already on staff is going to be huge for this offense so they're staying and I feel like that was a good weekend for the Cincinnati Bengals yeah and as of 7 46 p.m we still don't know about Louis Rumo. Could be everybody back. We were worried a little bit about the doomsday scenario brain drain. It seems like everybody could be back. Um, I still, with Lou up in the air, it's like I, I can't chalk this up as a complete victory yet for the Bengals. But I I don't know. I, I think this is great for the offensive side, though. I, I think they're in a great spot. Um, Brian seems like he's back. Uh you know, all these, all these guys are back. That's great. <laughs> Quarterback coach, wide receiver coach, offensive coordinator, all very important. Let's get the same offensive staff doing increasing, you know, like the 
scheme, the getting these guys in better positions. They've been getting better every year in week to week, really, at doing this type of thing. So getting those guys back is is big. I just I'm not fully yet on the win because the biggest one is the defensive coordinator, because I don't think they I don't know if they have a guy in house so much to make that change. Um, and we will see if they can manage. Yeah, and I tried to avoid bringing his name up. I'm I'm not trying to jinx anything to get excited that maybe Lou is back. Uh, it's kind of just a, a different situation. The Super Bowl is in Arizona. They're going to interview Gannon, the defensive coordinator for the Philadelphia Eagles, and you're in a position where they're meeting today. Lou had his interview on Friday, his second interview. That was via Zoom. I can't remember if the first interview was in person or if it was Zoom too. I think they were both Zoom, but I'm not 100% sure on that. So it's just kind of an odd position. Cincinnati's obviously waiting for this decision. They'd love to have Lou and Arumo back on the defensive <laughs> staff. A lot of AFC teams would love for Lou to get the job in Arizona because they don't want to deal with him, including the Super Bowl champions, uh, the Kansas City Chiefs. But again, it's just one of those things. I agree with you. I think the two most important coaching positions on this team would be number one besides Zach Taylor. Cause I want to give him credit. A lot of people are, uh, they were, they were down on him early in the season, but he had himself his, I would say his best coaching year. Um, and that they didn't even go to the super bowl, but I would say that Dan pitcher and Lou Anarumo are your two most important people to bring back. And that is no offense to Brian Callahan because he's absolutely a huge part of this offensive um, court quarterback room, offensive coordinator, and with working with Joe Burrow. But I'm thinking of the future of that position, and I think Dan obviously working with Joe is extremely important, um, that those are your two biggest ones to get back. And I'm just feeling like 50-50. I have no clue where Arizona is going right now. I feel like they're going to make their decision by Tuesday. You know, the Super Bowl's over, all the recap of the game, and now it's like, okay, announcement time before you get into combine and then – free agency, all of that stuff's going to happen really fast. They're going to have to make a decision soon. Uh, but as we're recording this, as you mentioned, it's it's Monday night around 749 Eastern time, not mountain time in Arizona. We don't know what's going to happen. I have no clue where Arizona is going with this. Yeah. Um, gut says Gannon uh, will be the choice just because of how long they've waited and I feel like if you are hiring Louisiana Monroe, why wouldn't you just hire him before the Super Bowl and let him get a little bit of a head start on what he wants to do, what he introducing himself to the guys. You remember the Bengals had issues because they hired Zach Taylor so late because he was in the Super Bowl, and they ran into issues of, like, filling out the staff. Everybody else got to fill out their staffs, and he was kind of, like, scrambling to get guys. So why wouldn't you give Louisiana Monroe the extra – two weeks like that's the big one i mean i guess they were still interviewing kafka and all those other guys like last week so maybe just a one week head start but a head start nonetheless so why wouldn't you give them that head start instead of doing this whole thing unless it was that you're hiring the guy in the super bowl because that's that's what i think it is that's what makes sense in my brain but that might not be the case who knows this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. Yeah, I, I legit, I don't know where they're going. I thought, you know, it's an offensive league with Mike Kafka, and then he was getting the endorsement from Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid during Super Bowl week. And I was like, you know what? Kyler needs that offensive mindset. But at the same time, you know, Lou is going to be a great head coach when he gets that opportunity. And it feels so late because he deserved it for, you know, even last season, he should have had more interviews and to get them so late with Arizona, it really felt like that news broke after the AFC championship game that, Hey, he was going to be interviewing with the Arizona Cardinals. Um, You know, if the Cardinals miss out on him, great for Cincinnati because they get Lou back. But I would say that's a miss on their part. But at the same time, I, I agree with you. I think, you know, you're kind of waiting till after the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl is in Arizona. You're meeting with them in person today. We have no updates right now. It's been pretty quiet in Arizona of what's going to happen, where they're leading. Um, just even talking to people who cover the team, they're like, I thought it was Mike Kafka. Then I felt like it was Lou. And now we have Gannon because the Gannon stuff came out the day of the Super Bowl. Um, there was a reason. I think a lot of people were hinting, hey, they're probably going to interview one of the offensive or defensive coordinators. Then you heard Indy's going to the OC. Are you surprised with kind of how, because they had a lot of defensive coordinator interviews. Are you surprised with how defensive coordinator heavy Arizona is going with this position? I do think they're one of the spots that's really going to look at that because they just did the young offensive mind in Cliff Kingsbury. And they probably, they probably want like a full different culture, I would think. Like, mm-hmm. uh, like a Lou Anarumo that's, you know, he coached at the Navy coming up. He's, he's a little bit more no-nonsense than uh, some of these offensive guys who are a little bit more laissez-faire types when it comes to being the coach, players' coaches. And not to say that Lou's not a players' coach, just that I think he's going to be a little bit more discipline-oriented um, than those guys. Not Belichickian, but, you know, like just I think he's going to – try to run a more tight ship and uh that might be true of jonathan gannon too because these defensive guys kind of lean a little bit more that way i think they're a little bit less uh player heavy although i guess marvin lewis was always a huge players coach but yeah that i i do think that they're one of the teams that this makes a little bit more sense because of their history their recent history but i'm a little bit surprised always because you know, if you could find an offensive guy that's like that, I feel like that is what they actually want. They've got the young quarterback. They've got uh, a team like that. And it just seems like the NFL wants those guys. Like, that's all they really want. Um, so, yeah, I'm surprised, but I'm not. This isn't one of those spots that kind of shocks me about it just because of they went through this with Kingsbury the past couple of years. The fan base, if you're you're looking at Arizona Cardinals and the Philadelphia Eagles, they're pretty much like, get them out of here. We don't want them after that Super Bowl and just kind of feeling a certain way with Gannon, forgetting about the whole entire picture of the season. And then they're like, uh, Lou Anarumbo was able to stop Patrick Mahomes. He knows how to stop him with less talent on the defensive side. If you're the GM of the team, are you looking at last night's game and saying, all right, this is kind of concerning in the biggest game of the year. You had two weeks to prepare for this guy. I think you should take it into account, um, but really, I think I think you're you're going to look at the whole picture here. You're going to look at the qual the not just one game, but entire season plus of work, which really he only has the one really really good season, so that doesn't always play that well into it. But he's younger, so I think that plays a factor. We'll see. I. 
I think it should play a little bit of a factor that, you know, this is the biggest game of your life and say what you want about the Bengals losing, but it wasn't because the defense played poorly. The defense played pretty well other than that last drive, which included no look passes and, you know, I don't know. I guess they know they didn't put their Eli Apple on <laughs> Travis Kelsey to lose the game type thing. So maybe, maybe that goes against Lou, but overall in the game, I thought Lou had a better Super Bowl. This Chiefs offense is probably a little bit better than that Rams offense. So that should play a little bit of a factor in that. But Lou's always going to go against the Chiefs too. So I don't know. Like It should play a little bit of a factor. I just think they're going to look so much at the big picture here rather than just what happened. <laughs> that may be a question. You're like, you think you did a good job here? Yeah, I think bringing Lou back, I mean, not bringing Lou back, of course, they're going to welcome him with opening open arms if he comes back to Cincinnati. They're like, whoa, please get here. We're going to Ruby's. Uh, but when when Lou, I think what is important about Lou on the staff next year is you have a guy like Dax Hill in his first real season without Jesse Bates. And what Lou has been able to do with some of these guys, look, I, I don't want to be down on him and be like, oh, they're they're not – as good as Philadelphia's defense, when you think of some of the big names, they have talent on the Bengals defense. It's very underrated for some of these guys out here, but you're losing a guy like Jermaine Pratt. You're losing Jesse Bates. Those are just a few holes. And I, I have faith in Akeem Davis Gaither and what he can do in the linebacker room. And then you still have Logan Wilson out there and I'm not down on Dax Hill. We, we haven't seen him out there enough, but I think having Lou out there is a difference maker for this defense. One more year, if you're running it back with all your offensive staff, to have Lou on the other side, I would feel really good about going into this next season because it is getting so late. Who are they going to bring as, and as a DC? Are they calling Notre Dame up and saying, hey, old pal, you want to come back and be the defensive coordinator for, for the Cincinnati Bengals? We just lost Lou and it's almost March. Uh, you know, you're, you're in this situation where I don't know who you're calling and what's happening behind the scenes. They obviously know more in Cincinnati, but I think it's huge for Dax Hill's growth for this defensive side and, and being able to perform and, and stop some of these top dogs in the AFC to have Lou on the, on the sideline. Yeah, it, it certainly helps when you don't lose any continuity and you can just, as a rookie, step into that spot versus I feel like if that wasn't, you know, if it's a new defensive coordinator and maybe a whole new scheme because they don't have a guy in-house they love, um, now you got to learn a whole new thing. And, and he's not a rookie, he's a second year player, but you know, he learned, he spent the entire year learning what Lou wants and what Lou is looking for. And then if that changes, that kind of changes what he might want, what he's looking for, all these other things. Maybe they want to do a little bit different type of stuff, or maybe they, he has to spend a little bit of time learning the new language that they're going to teach. So I think it's, it would help his transition um, as a safety to just step right in and be the same guy if lose there uh be the same guy sorry <laughs> play well he wasn't you don't want him to play the 200 100 snaps whatever he had again <laughs> uh, but yeah you know the, to come in and play really well play up to his what the standard is for safety play on the team if lose there if he's not there it becomes a little bit more dicey on that it, it's just an easier transition when you keep continuity when you look at the secondary and cornerback room right now, Cheeto is going to be coming back towards ACL on Halloween night. You have Cam Taylor Britton a second year, which I feel like he's going to be really promising in the secondary. Eli Apple, do you feel like he's back if Lou's not here? I feel like he follows Lou. 
Because it seems like Lou's the one who loves him, right? Like they hire a new guy and saying that he's going to want Eli Apple back. Also, they have some corners. Maybe they draft a guy. Um, we'll see. It's always up in the air. But I think he just follows Lou. He could come back. I think he likes Cincinnati. But I think what he loves is Lou. I think he wants to be a starting cornerback. And he still can be in this league. Uh, I know people are down on him. And he's a little active on social media at times. But at the same time, I felt like he was okay in the secondary. He wasn't the worst player on the field at times. And he had to step up when Cheeto went down. So that was a huge deal. I was really worried about the season when Cheeto was down. I was like, "There's how are they going to survive? And then they go off and win 10 games in a row uh, without their best player on the defensive side of the ball, which is extremely impressive. But I agree with you. I think it's more of if Lou's back, maybe he's back for a depth piece. And, you know, he really wants to be a part of this team because it is special. It's young. And when you have Joe Burrow, even on the defensive side of the ball, I think a lot of guys want to stay here and, and play here. But uh, yeah, the next time we record a podcast which will be on thursday we're probably gonna know what's going on with lou where he's going if he's coming back i hope we're talking about lou back to cincinnati but even if he does get the job in arizona he more than deserves it and uh, we'll be really happy to to see what he does as a head coach but i know you're busy you got all bengals you're getting into off-season mode we already talked about the breakdowns over on social media what's going to be up on all bengals this week i'm thinking i'm gonna start finally getting the prospect uh things up i didn't get them up last week i don't know it's tough i was sick (laughs) so i'm thinking i'll get my first one up this week um free agency starts soon too so part of me is like just wait till they sign a free agent you got a whole lot to do there or you know like right before free agency type of like look at this guy type thing you know i don't know because it does make a little bit of sense to not break up prospect articles with a bunch of free agency articles and then back to prospect type stuff. So part of me thinks I might just stay with the head start on prospects and wait until I put out a, like a preview article article on a free agent or something. Make sure you check it out. Follow him on Twitter, Bengals underscore Sands. You can follow me at Ellen Diaz Patterson. Thank you as always for listening to it's always game day in Cincinnati.